0: In Psalm 124, the psalmist wrote, and I believe that we can meditate on these scriptures today, from verse 1, he said, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now see. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up, against us then they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us then the waters would have overwhelmed us the stream would have gone over our soul then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul Verse six: blessed be the Lord who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. And kindly take note of that verse because that is a key moving into the close of this year and beyond. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the foulest the snare is broken and we have escaped our help is in the name of a Lord who made heaven and earth and you and I know that that name is Jesus Christ say my help is in the name of Jesus Christ can we say that again my help is in the name of Jesus Christ As we prepared for today's service, in my heart, I was like, what can we share? Especially today being the first time that some of us have had to gather together whilst others are so online watching on Facebook. Then it came to my heart that reflecting on the goodness of God, I believe that regardless of whatever we must have gone through, Individually, or as a church, or even as a nation, Ghana, you and I can come together today and say that no matter what, the Lord has been good to us. Agreed or not agreed. Because I know that there were certain expectations. Some wanted to marry this year. In fact, some were giving prophecies that this year you're going to marry. But because of one reason or the other, It has not been cancelled. It has only been postponed. So if the Lord has brought us this far and we are still alive and we can still program that marriage into 2021, all things being equal, then we can still say the Lord is good. Others were badly hit and exposed to COVID-19, which has taken so many lives all over the world. I personally know people who were exposed to COVID-19 In the midst of others who were also infected with them, others died but today they are alive and well with even a stronger immunity. Better and stronger against any disease or infirmity that could ever afflict them. Is it because such people are better than others? I don't think so. There is a reason and we'll find that reason as we share today's message together. Others had expectations. For instance, as a church, we had expectation that at least by first week in, is it November? Or first week in December? I think so. First week in December, we would have been properly established as a church and then we all gather, I've seen some writing, Frank wrote on the page and said that I miss dancing in church. Mrs. too added, he said that, oh me too. And so all these expectations and of course not just dancing in church but the fellowship of the brethren coming together here we are because of one reason or the other it's only a handful that could gather where we are and trusting that come 2021 that dream will still become a reality do we then say that God has not been good to us no the Lord has been good to us mind you there are those who as a result of the break COVID-19 break have not been able to put themselves together as a church. And the church is even non-existent. I know one or two like that. I don't know about you as an individual. I believe that if I should give the microphone to any one of us to reflect on God's goodness and share that as a testimony, you have something to say. And I also have something to say. And those who are watching on Facebook, I want to encourage you that it is important that as the year draws to a close, this week actually is the beginning of the end of the year 2020, the year of great awakening. For us as a church, right from the beginning of the year when we entered 1st January 2020, the Lord spoke to us about 2021, that it is our year of glorious emergence. Two key words. It means somewhere, somehow, God knew that we will be we will be hidden. We will be obliterated. We will be covered. We will be overshadowed by a circumstance, an event that will not make us public as we have always been. But if the Lord spoke to us from 1st January 2020, that 2021 is our glorious emergence, meaning he knew the end from the beginning. And so I am not surprised that we have gone through thick and thin, but through it all, we can still say we have learned to trust in Jesus. And come 2021, indeed, as the Lord has said, we will not only emerge out of our hiding place, we will not only emerge out of the constraints and limitations, but we will emerge gloriously. Somebody say gloriously. And for which cause, one of the days, I remember when I was reflecting on what God wants to do, then the Lord, I even spoke it out before I realized what I said, that 2022 is the year of greater glory so it means that in the next two years 2021 and 2022 we are walking on the path of glory i want to announce to somebody who has gone through shame and reproach anybody who has suffered loss and mishap and and pain and frustration listen the shame is no more the glory of the Lord has come upon you. He says, arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I believe with all my heart that God has prepared us for glory. And 2021 is our year of glorious emergence. 2022, expect greater glory. The only thing that will stop this from materializing is when Jesus shall come and he shall come for the church you and I to go back home. Other than that, what the Lord has said I believe that without you and without me, with you or with me. In other words, with or without me and you, the Lord's word will come to pass. What we need to do is to align with his word. What we need to do is to team up with him and trust that what he has said, he will hasten his word to perform. So in case anybody suffered loss, some lost their jobs, some had their salaries truncated, some divided, some had to get their salary after a long period. So many things have come our way in the year 2020. But like the psalmist said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, in other words, in the midst of it all, we can still acknowledge that the Lord has not only been on our side, in our time, he is not just with us, he is actually in us and he is at work in us. So therefore, rather than looking at what we couldn't achieve, on the external, on the outward circumstance, God wants us to look inward and do a great introspection and inward search and find out what we as individuals did to have come this far. You realize that we didn't do anything. It was not by mind. It was not by power. COVID-19 didn't know class, age, status. He didn't know whether you were a male or female, young or old, rich or poor, it was, as, I mean, it was something that everybody was exposed to. But through it all, through it all, see how the Lord has preserved our lives. It may be that you don't have food to eat as a result of loss of a job or the truncation of your salary. However, once you have life, like they say in this, now we are dead. Once you have life, there is still hope. Bible says there is hope for a tree when it is cut down. For at the scent of water, it will rise again. Can I announce to somebody your business will rise again, your vision will rise again, your dream will rise again, your marriage will rise again, your relationship will rise again, your financial investment will rise again, your health that got broken down as a result of one affliction or the other, it will rise again. If there is hope for a tree and he calls us trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, then there is hope for you and me. There is hope for the future. Say as the Lord. Somebody say, Amen. Now, I want us to find out why God shows us good as I run up my exhortation today. Why does God show us good? What is one of the main reasons? Is it because we are better than others? That's why he does us good? Why has God preserved my life this far? And in the midst of all the hardship all the difficulties i have still survived not just survived, i have overcome not just overcome i'm thriving and flourishing in case that is your experience why do you think god spared your life why do you think that others are buried in fact because of covid 19 even not many people could not could attend their funeral only a handful have to go and give them a private burial. why do you think god preserved my life and your life maybe you have not thought about that romans chapter 2 verse 4 may give us the answer and in romans 2 4 it was a person a rhetoric person apostle paul posed to the church of rome or the church that was in rome romans chapter 2 the verse 4 Okay, let me take it from verse 3, then you appreciate verse 4 better. Verse 3, he says, And do you think this, O man, you who judge those who practice such things, and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? In other words, Apostle Paul was addressing those who had made themselves judges. And were charging others and thought that they were better than others so they put themselves in the position of a judge. meanwhile there is only one judge the bible calls him god almighty the righteous judge he is the only god who judges righteously he's the only god who can determine based on the heart of man that you were right you were wrong somebody may be wrong outwardly but when god looks at the person's heart he says he's right so he says or do you think this oh man you would judge those practicing such things and doing the same that you will escape the judgment of god verse 4 is my emphasis or do you despise the riches of his goodness please do hear that god's goodness is one of his riches and if you and i have tasted god's goodness it means we are rich hallelujah do you despise? In other words, don't despise the riches of God's goodness. Don't take it for granted. If you are alive today, don't take it for granted. Because it could have been you in the mortuary by now. It could have been you in the grave by now. It could have been you in the hot on the hospital bed by now it could have been you who have lost a job lost a property it could have been you any disaster that has taken any man this year including COVID 19 who could have been victims he says or oh, do you despise the riches of his goodness forbearance and long suffering have you seen god's riches goodness forbearance long-suffering then he asked the question not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance I'm bringing my message home why has God shown us good he has shown us good because he wants us to repent can I say that again why has God shown you and me good Is it because we are better than others? I don't think so. Psalm 130 130 verse 3 says, If you, Lord, all Lord, should mark iniquities, who shall stand? Then he said, But there is forgiveness with you, and you may be feared. So, why has God shown you and me so much good? He says that, not knowing that the goodness of god leads you to repentance god's goodness leads you and me to repentance god's goodness has been extended to you and me so that we will change our mindset change our attitude change our mannerism change our behavior change something about us repentance is all about a change of state and when you change your state your your estate will change i said when you change your state of mind your attitude your estate will also change in other words true repentance will lead us into the glory of god I believe as we prepare for our year of glorious emergence one key thing god would want you and me to begin to cultivate and truly adopt as a lifestyle is a repentant heart a heart that fears god a heart that eschews evil a heart that hates evil. Bible talks about Jesus. He loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, the Lord, even his God, anointed him with the oil of gladness above his fellows. If there is anything God wants you and me to do, it is so that we will repent. Especially knowing that the, the night is fast spent, the day is at hand. On the 31st, I'll be sharing a scripture along that line. The night is fast, pain, the day is at hand. Now it's time for us to arise out of unrighteousness and do what is right in the sight of our God. God's goodness has been extended to you and me so that we will repent. Hallelujah. Not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. He said, Don't you know that? I pray that you and I will know that and not only know that, but live in that light, live in that consciousness, live with the awareness that the goodness of God is so that we will repent. I pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we prepare to close the year 2020, we have 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st. Within the next four days, we will cultivate that habit of repentance, that attitude of repentance. We will change from The bad behavior, the bad mindset, the wrong attitude and the wrong approach towards God and the things of God, and begin to love our God with all our heart and love our neighbor as ourselves. Hallelujah. Just to buttress that scripture in Romans 2 4, quickly I'll show you 2 Peter 3 9 and I'll end it there. 2 Peter 3 9. Apostle Peter also spoke about the same thing. He said, The Lord is not slack. Concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us. Remember, we saw the goodness of God, the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long suffering. And Apostle Peter is also saying that God is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The reason why sometimes you see the wicked living up to 98 88 105 and it's like ah but the righteous rather died at 35 and this wicked man with all his wickedness has lived up to 100 and something years it's not because god has given him he may have length of days but he may not have long life and the two are not the same Some people have been given length of days so that they will repent. But if they do not repent, no matter how many years they live on earth, it is still nothing compared to eternal life. The long life. The glorious life that awaits us in Christ Jesus. So if you see the wicked seemingly prospering, it is because God does not will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance if you see the wicked and seemingly enjoying every thing on this earth I want to announce to you that in our year of glorious emergence that error will be corrected because servants will no longer ride on horsebacks and princes working as servants there's going to be a turnaround where the righteous who are as bold as a lion will go for their inheritance in Christ and possess their possessions if you are one of them shout amen if you are one of them shout a louder amen glory be to God. So, Apostle Peter buttresses Apostle Paul's message, of course, is the message of the Holy Spirit to you and me. The Lord is not slack. He's not slow. He is not indifferent towards our iniquity. Many times we backslide in our hearts, which men may not know, but God knows. I said many times, you and me, you and I, we we backslide in our hearts, which Men may not know because outwardly we are still carrying some semb- semblance of fire. But God knows that it's a strange fire. The, uh, the offering you are giving is a strange fire. And God knows it. But God, who looks at the heart and who knows the heart, the intents and the thoughts of our heart, is searching my heart and your heart this morning by the light of His word. That he is not slack concerning his promise of his coming. The promise of his coming. As some count slackness. Somewhere along the line, we just count that, oh, I'm your funny boy, I'm turning He's slack, he's slow. So, I can do anything. I can do anything. I can do anything. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us. The riches of his goodness, of his forbearance, and of his long suffering. God is long suffering toward us, not willing that any. It is never the will of God that any should perish. Why? Because already his son took the place of humankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So he has already given his son. Who went to hell in my name and in your name? So nobody should suffer hell after Jesus Christ went to hell. It is never the will of God that you allow his son to pay the greatest price of salvation. Salvation is free, but it costs the precious blood of Jesus Christ. It costs him his vicarious sacrifice. It costs him dearly to the extent that at the point in time, he said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me, but not as I will, but your will be done. It costs God so much. You like paid the price, he paid a debt that he did not owe. I owe the debt I could not pay, and I needed someone to wash my sins away. He shed his precious blood. So, his son has paid the price, and so after his son has paid the price, he believes and is willing and is yearning and calling on the whole world. We are announcing to the whole world from here that God is calling on you and me. If we are still in our state of you know disobedience, if we are still in our state of indifference towards God, if we are still living anyhow, it's not because God endorses it, it's not because God cannot punish that iniquity, it is simply because He does not will that any should perish, but that all, including you and me, should come to repentance. Can you bow your head? those of us who are outside there in the world, watching on Facebook and those of us who are here, let's begin to reflect on the goodness of God and let that goodness lead you to repentance. And we're telling God, I am sorry Lord for the mess. I might have been a mess. Father forgive me. I might have deliberately, consciously acted in a way that is contrary to the will of God. He tells me to love. And I hate it. He tells me to forgive, and I so bore ground. He tells me to let go of the past, and I so hold on to the past. He tells me to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but I did. He tells me not to steal, not to covet. He tells me not to commit adultery, to f- commit fornication, but I did. Father, I'm sorry wash me with your precious blood cleanse me even as we prepare for the next four days for this year to close and prepare for a year of glorious emergence 2021 I'm sorry Lord wash me, cleanse me, purge me, purify me oh God, make me whole again, give me another chance to live for you because you died for me give me another chance lord to live for you for you pay the price the ultimate price you lay down your life for me cleanse me oh god wash me make me whole in the name of the lord jesus all i need indeed is you lord all i need you lord i lay my life down i lay my life down as a sacrifice he said we should present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is our reasonable service that we do not be, we should not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may prove what Is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Father, we want to prove your will for our lives. This is the house where you have given us where we prove your will for our lives, your faithfulness for ourselves. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that even as we draw to the close of this year, Lord we bring breaking ourselves before you. We present ourselves as living sacrifices, standing on behalf of those who are not here and connected on, ring or on Facebook, Holy Father. We are asking the Lord, you will cleanse all of us, wash all of us, purge all of us wash us oh God we repent we turn from our wicked ways we turn from our iniquities we turn from our sins we turn from our unrighteousness we turn from our lackadaisical attitude towards the things of God we, we, we repent from our coldness towards one another and towards the things of God let the zeal of the Lord consume us one more time let the zeal of the Lord possess our souls one more time fill us oh God with your goodness until we have known that this word God spent my life so that I may live for him God sped my life so that I will I will entrust my heart my, my heart into his care that I will live for you oh God all the days of my life. Let it be for you alone oh that you will have the first place, you will have the preeminence you will have the right of way in all that I do, Holy Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, pro marantiza in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We call on you this morning in the time when you can hear us oh god let your will be done let your name be exalted. let jesus be honored forevermore in the name of the lord jesus thank you father